God welcome it's in his DNA he can't shake it off it's just part of who he is God the Father God the Son God the Holy Spirit welcome it's who he is whether it's welcoming people to walk with him in the Garden of Eden welcoming the stranger home welcoming people to walk with him God is a welcoming God it's just who he is it's what he does and we see it Story after story, scene after scene throughout the Bible. And there's this one beautiful expression in Isaiah. And it's this, and it's God taking, it's like he pulls up a chair at your table. And he pulls out the chair and he says, come, come, come Isaiah, come sit, let us reason Together, Even though your sins are like scarlet, they can be as white as snow. And this is a God who welcomes us. And, and, and we see God um, having that around the table in the Old Testament. And nowhere better do we see it in Jesus welcoming people. And the way Jesus welcomed people and the way Jesus was and is with, with people is just extraordinary. His welcome is extravagant. It's extending and it's all-encompassing. And you know when Jesus was around the table and he would welcome the rascals, he would welcome the refugees and he would welcome the religious. And when Jesus welcomed people around the table, there was this moment where for some people he'd be raising expectations. As in, There'd be some people there going, I shouldn't be here. They, they, it's okay. they should be here, but I shouldn't be here. And at the same time of Jesus raising expectations from some people, he's also raising eyebrows of others. And their position is the opposite. Instead of going, man, somebody else should be here with Jesus, I shouldn't be here. They are like this. And they're speaking through their smugness and their religion. And they're saying, I should be here. And that sort of person, they should not be here. So Jesus, in this moment, he welcomes. And he raises expectations of people who feel excluded, overlooked, forgotten, not good enough. Far from God, far from grace. And at the same time, those people who think they're good enough, man, there's not much room around the table for those. So if you're feeling full of yourself today, then I invite you to empty yourself and come and hear the welcome of Jesus. Because his welcome is unlike any other welcome. See, Interesting thing about Jesus, not only does he model heaven's welcome, he also invites us into the story of welcome. And he invites us as followers or apprentices to learn about welcome, to follow his example and to be and extend an extravagant, all-encompassing welcome in our journey. And it's interesting, In um, let me just read 
this to you. This is Jesus talking about welcome and talking about welcoming those around you who may be different from you. And this is quite strong language Jesus uses around the word welcome. And it's strong language because it's part of God. It's part of his DNA, like holiness, like love. Welcome is part of who he is. It says this in this Matthew 25. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit upon his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered in his presence. And he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply. And the righteous or religious ones are people who feel like they don't need Jesus. Like they've got all the answers. They've got enough. um, They've they've got the solutions. They don't need Jesus. That's what it talks about. uh, The religious and the righteous. They don't have space. They don't need Jesus. So he says, um, and the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. And there's this moment where Jesus is not afraid to challenge the religious spirit in the room. And he's saying in this, is just like, When you see the refugee, when you see the hungry, the poor, those who are broken, when you look at people, I want you to see my eyes. I want you to be moved by my compassion, my love, my grace. So when you look and you see somebody thirsty, you see somebody hungry, you see somebody in pain, you see somebody in isolation, I want you to look hard. And I want you to look into their eyes. Because when you look hard, you'll see something of me. Now this is not some weird matrix moment where, oh, a little bit of Jesus sparkling everyone. I'm not talking about that. But he's saying there's something about people are made in the image of God. Each and every one of us. Every single person on this planet. Whether they've got a home or not. Whether they're transitioning between places or not. That each and every person is made in the image of God, carrying with them a heart waiting to be unlocked, a mind waiting to be released by Jesus, a heart ready to be set free. So this is why welcome is important to God. This is why he's inviting us to step into welcome. And I'm encouraging you, because you are crazy generous at times you have there's more going on than you realize with your life and i want to encourage you and it's often i think there's a mistake we make 
we often think that God does the flashy. Often we miss what God is doing because it looks so ordinary. It's like inviting a neighbour over for a cup of tea, asking how they are and hanging around for the answer. It's the overlooked person on your street. It's saying, you'll not be overlooked for as long as I'm on this street. It's looking out for the kid in the playground that are getting picked up by the care system. And you taking a moment to acknowledge that they matter, that their story is significant. So I know that uh, today is Palm Sunday, and we are going to talk about that in a minute, but I needed to take a moment to unpack, or a little bit unpack, a little bit of the theme of welcome. Because this is huge to us. And I know sometimes, when, for some of us, we have a bad experience of welcome. And it's often because um, we limit welcome to a greeting and not a way of life. So I love it when we say to people, oh, take a moment to say hello, welcome, you are so welcome. And it's one of our things. We say, you are so welcome. But that is not just a greeting. We want to work towards that being a way of life that we do. Now today, we are going to take a moment in a minute to get a refill of teas and coffees. Um, For little ones over here, we have got palm, the official palm branches officially from Denton Home Florist, were they? Or from the internet somewhere? Yeah, the official palm branches. Um, and we're going to take some time for the kids to make some beautiful palm branches because in the days of when Jesus came into town, the community had these branches. It's kind of like, what have we got? We had our jackets, we had some branches, and they just wanted to welcome Jesus. So today's a double thing. So we're going to do welcome in there, but we cannot just welcome Jesus into our community. We want to welcome into his heart, But as Jesus then is welcomed, he welcomes us to join with him in welcoming other people. So what we're going to do today is learn about being an apprentice of welcome. And what we've got here at the back is uh, 150 expressions of heaven. 150. So what you have on your tables is um, a pre-expression of heaven. This is an empty bag. This is not a big revelation for anyone. I feel like, um, oh, there's a little rabbit somewhere. Anybody see a rabbit? There's nothing in the bag, is there? Nothing underneath. No, there's actually nothing in the bag. But um, something magical does happen. Something beautiful does happen as we walk along here. So it starts here as an empty bag. And in a transition, it's going to come an expression of heaven. Firstly, I want you to take a moment to pray over the bag. Because this bag is going to end up in somebody else's hands. And the hands that this is going to end up in is somebody who's had a very, very scary journey to be here in Carlisle. A journey that has involved um, unexpected travel and unexpected Um, having to move quickly out of fear, out of opposition, out of persecution, or out of just a longing for something different. 
to so many different reasons. But this is going to actually end up in the next couple of days in somebody else's hands in this city. So I want you to take a moment to pray over that. And then on this side here, we have things like nuts and dried fruit. Kind of like these bigger packets. If you put one of those bags in, and then we've got Kendall Mint Cake, because it actually went up Everest. If you've never read the little thing on the back, oh, it's lush. So one of these on there. And then some ra- a packet of raisins. And then one of these things. I think it's food, unless it's a... Yeah, it is. A nice little waffle thing. And then what we're going to do is either a packet of bourbons or three of these smaller packets. And then this goes on the top. You are so welcome. Is that okay? Does that make sense? Oh, wonderful. So, and then when these are packed, if we can then just put them all on the stage at the front, that would be wonderful. So, in this moment, you may not have met everybody in the room. As we come and get a a tea, a cup of coffee, as you start doing some palm branches, as we start filling these up, double dog dare, go and say hi to somebody who you maybe haven't talked to. If you have a word of courage or a word of knowledge, maybe you sense, I've got to pray for you, I want to give something away, then now's a great opportunity just to do that. If you're scared, grab a friend and say, oh, will you come with me? I want to talk to this person. It's okay doing stuff together.